This is a podcast about all things St. Pete, hosted by the one and only St. Pete is Super Cool. As always, this is Sarabe, and I'm here with Kayla and Chance, the wonder minds behind Lucid Vending. These two are where we get the wonderful vending machines around the city that house a ton of fun goodies. How are you guys today? Doing good. Doing great. Thanks for having us. Nice. Well, thank you for uh, being on the podcast. So how did the idea for Lucid Vending come about? Um, well, I'm, I've always been really into art and I make a lot of things, a lot of things. And I don't enjoy selling online or sitting at markets. I'm more of just like the creator, like I just want to keep making. Okay. Um, and so the idea of vending machines, um, it just, it sells for me while I can be back home creating and it, it keeps my art always available for people to see. And so it just kind of meshed. It just there. meshed. Yeah. And were you like doing a lot of markets or selling online before this uh, idea popped into your head? I tried and was not so good at it, especially like Etsy and Facebook market and all that. I just, uh, it really wasn't my thing. So I kind of, I had to figure out something else, you know? Yeah, because you want to get your art out there. Right. And I feel like Etsy and Facebook Marketplace, they make things sometimes a little bit too overly complicated. Mm. And it's also just saturated. very saturated, yeah. yeah. So it's hard to, even if you are on it all the time, constantly trying to put yourself out there, sometimes you get really overlooked and it is a bit more difficult, yeah. It is. And then, so what is like... Each machine seems to have its own little unique identity. So, like, what is your, like, creative process when doing each machine? Well, um, whenever we do get together with a venue and everything's all set and we're ready to go, um, I meet up usually with the owner of the venue and just kind of have a consultation. Um, I like to get the vibe of the place, kind of figure out what the clientele's like, um, you know, like the theme of the place. Um, like, we just put one in at a, a tiki bar and restaurant on the beach and machine was tiki themed you know so um but we want to blend in the aesthetic and fit the vibe of the place you know, right so we want it to be eye-catching but not just like stick out too much mm -hmm. yeah yeah one is very yeah. unique to it. it's the one at um hawthorne bottle shop i love all the vines that one's ridiculous that, that took a long time to do really yeah. yeah she hand she hand paints them all and like even the little animals on the side just took her quite a long time to do but it yeah out and it's all it's all basically freehand i come up with like a quick sketch on paper and then i just kind of go for it and uh at the end it's just like whoa that actually came together you know <laughs> but i did meet up with um tegan and amanda um they own hawthorne bottle shop and um we sat down and they had a whole idea they wanted vines and you know because they do wine and beer so yeah. grapefruits hops things like that and each one of the little animals kind of represents right. one of them so it was pretty cool uh, very personal Nice. Do you like do everything like with acrylic and just paint? I use whatever I can. I use like um, indoor, outdoor wall paint, uh, acrylics, uh, paint markers, pretty much anything that I can get your hands on. Yeah. I love the spray paint, paint markers oh, and yeah. the spray paint. It's yeah. just, it's easy and very forgiving. Yes, absolutely. And I'm not, I'm not extremely talented, so I can do like flowers and smiley faces and that's about it and <laughs> nice. I'm perfectly happy. Um, what is your favorite items in the machine right now? What do you think? You know, you know I like, I, I make a lot of stupid stuff that goes in there, like later grams are kind of a crowd pleaser. They're just a disposable camera that I painted and call later grams. Um, are fun. Uh, we like our, we like our games. Uh, we make a lot of games, like uh, what would Florida man do? 
just like a Mad Lib game of all the antics that Florida, it's taken out of real stories in the news cool. of what Florida Man does, which is kind of crazy. I feel like it's been popular lately, so we fill, you have to fill in the blanks. So we make that. We have uh, F, Mary Kill. Um, is a good game. Drink it. Sounds pretty fun. Yeah, and then um, our mystery bags are really cool because we get to change them up a lot. Yeah. And um, there's like, depending on the bag, like seven or eight items in it, and it's just really fun to kind of. And we have an adult version mm -hmm. and a kids version, so it's really cool to kind of. I like your tent. The tent. She's been making a little mini tambourines. And those are cool because, you know, fun. especially if there's like a music video going on, you could grab it and just kind of, like, yeah. you know, it's small, so it's not like loud or anything, but you could play with it. Yeah, we'll it's, it's stuff that people, we like to put things in there that people can just interact with right away. They can get yeah. it. They're, at, they're out They're at a bar. They want to have fun. We've got like a blow up inflatable animal like we could have <laughs> there. I've seen people downtown walking around with a, with a alpaca that I put in there, a little inflatable alpaca. It's like. 40 inches tall Aww. and that just cracks me up when I see like our stuff outside of when I'm like out I'm like look this guy's got our glasses on you know yeah. it must the be earrings. like a good feeling to like just kind of be out going about your day and you happen to catch the eye yeah. of like someone who has your stuff that's really yeah, or, fun or we, we hang out at these places we hang out at Hawthorne Ball Shop and we're like having a drink and people are getting stuff right there we're like yeah. to see the action you know and I'm like trying to watch them <laughs> but like what not yeah. be like stalkerish at the same time like what are you doing I'm like nope nope you know, so yeah. it's pretty fun. Yeah, just seeing it, people interact with the machine. This is a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. yeah, this has been a lot of fun um, working with. I, I'm not much of an artist, but I do make some things and I help the uh, get the machines. And mm -hmm. my my job is essentially when we get them, I gut them. These are old machines. Probably another question you have, but these are old machines that yeah. are in the 80s and 90s. And we have a resource. We've found a great distributor. We got kind of lucky finding machines because they're very expensive vending machines. But these are pretty affordable but the upgrades and the modifications that we do to them make them like brand new state-of-the-art brand new microprocessors motors credit card readers app readers all the work so they're pretty um pretty compact and really efficient and really fun, easy fun to, to use for old machines yeah honestly simple. very easy to figure out and very easy to use yeah so it's yeah. credit cards yeah so it takes credit cards um cash app all the cash yeah. apps Apple and everything Apple yeah. Pay. so it's a, we try to make it as easy as possible, um, but we did steer away from cash. Um, cash. You know, uh, with COVID going on and everything, it was kind of a little, you know, um, touchless is better. Is, yeah. Um, and it's just easier to keep track of inventory that way as well. I don't think a lot of people have cash on them much anymore. Right. You know, that too. So we don't feel like we're missing out on many sales or anything um, because we don't have cash. I think my, my favorite item right in there now is the patches because oh, I'm nice. like actively oh, okay. looking for patches and that's not something that a lot of people sell mm -hmm. and I don't want to just go buy generic patches. Right. Like mm -hmm. I want them to be from artists and local people and so when I saw you putting patches in there and I was like, we need to go now. I was like, <laughs> I need those. Too, like the enamel yes, the, the pins. Stuff, There's yeah. always an artist making good pins around. Oh time. yeah, I have a giant collection. I feel so bad for <laughs> him whenever mail comes in because it's either stickers, patches, or pins. Nice. You know. <laughs> Those are all our machines. We yeah. Were yeah. Well, it's it's nice too because like for artists, like if I can't like buy one of their pieces, you know, but I can like maybe spend two or three dollars here and yeah. there at least on a sticker and it's at least something, that's you our, know. That's our thing. Yeah, we tell artists it's like since it's a snack mini machine, we call it someone, it wasn't me, someone said it's like you have snackable sized art material yeah it was like a snack machine i thought that was kind of clever that's and that's, that's and small. that's another um thing that i really enjoy about the machines is that we do try to keep it affordable everything in there is 20 dollars yeah. or under mm -hmm. that way yeah like maybe one of your favorite artists is in the machine but you can't afford one of their 
giant wall pieces, but mm -hmm. you can get a print or a sticker or something like that. So it's pretty. And they don't have to struggle trying to sell these small, really small. They want to sell the big stuff, make some of the big bucks. Yeah. They want to work concentrate on that, and so they don't have to stress about the small stress of the small stuff. We will sell. We put them in their machine and we sell for them. Well, it's it's nice too because if you have something small that you like absolutely adore from the artist. When you maybe have the money to do get something bigger, you can be like, oh, well, I, I found this art artist from this vending machine, so I'm, I'm going to go grab one of their paintings. Mm -hmm. yeah. it, it, does, it is a lot of exposure that, you know, yeah. it, it will have a lasting impact. So you guys describe this as, like, creative vending in, like, one of your posts and stuff like that. So, like, tell us a little bit about what creative vending really, like, is and how you guys got into that. Um, yeah, so there's actually um, someone in Portland, Oregon that started this uh, creative vending revolution is what um, we're calling it. Uh, her name is Taylor Valdez. She's awesome. Um, and basically creative vending is taking these old just snack vending machines and vending non-food items, just really fun, quirky things that people can use or uh, play with or wear or something like that. So it's just, it's using these vending machines to vend creative different items, usually handmade things, locally made things and stuff like that. So that's creative vending. Yeah, there's, a, there's a few other people around the country that are, and around the world that are doing it. It um, is starting to get more so, popular, yeah. yeah. yeah especially uh, recently. Um, we're in a, mm -hmm. it's a tight-knit group and we all kind of talk. There's a social media um, group. A Facebook group that, um, yeah. A lot of us are, and I think it's at least 200 people now. Um, and when she first started it, there was like 20 of us. Aww. So yeah. it's really starting to um, get a lot of attention, and people are really interested in uh, the business, and which is really exciting because I think um, the more people that do it, um, the more people will understand what it is. Right. You know, um, that's probably one of our biggest issues when we try to. Um, Talk to a venue or yeah, pitch yeah. our idea. Is they're just like they hear vending machine, vending like, machines, not want, food. We don't what, want what do you mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, so. it, we compare it a little bit to the like the food truck revolution where mm -hmm. no one wanted to eat out of a food truck really. It was like yeah, a road coach first, and everything. Yeah. But now it's gourmet and craft yeah. foods comes out of there. The same with vending machines. You could do a lot more with vending machines. Vending machines don't have to be boring, right. junk food. Um, things, but uh, they could be a little creative. And you know, we we're doing this full time now, but. You know, we like the idea of other people. Any any little town can support a little local vending machine, and someone could just have it as like a side hustle. You know, they could yeah. they could have they they know a bar that has gets a lot of traffic. They know their owner. You know, they could put a vending machine in there and put some cool stuff and just operate one and make a few extra bucks. So it's it could help that business out. Have you ever thought about like putting them in schools? What kind of school? Like a university or no? Like any, any school? Well, middle school, high school, even ele even possibly elementary. I don't I don't, I don't think these kids have money, though. I don't, I don't need people be, with, with, with a credit you, card. You'd be was. surprised. <laughs> right, hey, right, hey, man, yeah. My, my sister does. Yeah. Yeah, my, like my mom has a credit card for her. She puts money in there, and, yeah. you know, she, I think she has more cash than I do sometimes. Well, I, <laughs> I definitely know? thought about the, doing it at a university. Yeah, we have thought about it. That, that would be yeah. the first step. But yeah. College campuses. We've been approached about airports. Um, convention before centers. Yeah, convention centers, cool. things like convention that. Convention centers would be really cool right. too. We, yeah, I guess the only worry we have is we like it to we like it to stay a little weird. The machines, yeah. and we don't like to be a little too conventional. And then yeah. people start telling us what to do, and we don't, we don't want to do that. Yeah, like that's that's the hard. We part. like a little more entertainment. Um, the yeah, we like a little more. Uh, alternative, I guess. Yeah, Lucid. alternative. Yeah, we, <laughs> we like to get weird with it sometimes, and. Um, 
you know, depending on the venues. Like, Something to be restrictive, yeah. Yeah. Because even when we have some bars, we, so we'll, we'll tailor the machine. Like there's Hawthorne, for example, is yeah. 21 and up. So the, the stuff that's in there, some of it could be a little risque. Yes. They, they want us to push the envelope in, yeah. in Hawthorne. But say Crooked Thumb is a little brewery in Safety Harbor. Um, we keep it a little more moderate there because uh, there's kids in there, yeah. uh, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Kids are sometimes our best customers because they tell them, I want that. Yeah, they, yeah know, definitely. They want that thing. <laughs> they want it now. And they're going to get it. And they have dogs. They would put dog treats and dog, dog holes, treats and things. But we'll, yeah. we'll tailor it to, to suit the, the clientele. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, we still don't, we don't like to be. It's still a bar, you know, so we don't want to. We still have our games in there, but we just don't make it as explicit if it's a bar with, you know, we know parents bring their children and nowadays you yeah you don't want a, a parent coming after you for something that's in a vending yeah. machine no no yeah we, i uh, feel like i'll get in trouble if uh-huh. and like like our school. mystery bags we specify that this is adults for the kids only. this is adults yeah. only and uh in hopes that that does not happen or maybe like if the kid does buy it the yeah. parent will see oh it's for adults oh, that happened that. that happened yeah. already at Crooked Thumb. Oh, the kid yeah, bought an adult mystery bag and he came and brought the he wasn't mad or anything but he, he brought that he's like here here's a you know here's a bag of dicks that you guys had in there you can have it back. Uh, you know, he, he thought he goes, it's hilarious. Yeah. I don't know why my kids got it, but they did. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> At least they were like kind of cool about it. And they're like, man, I, I probably should have, uh, you know, it says adults only on there. I mean, yeah. it, it, you brought your kid to a bar, you know, you're going <laughs> to run into this kind of thing, I guess. There's foul <laughs> language going on there. I, I probably would just be like, okay, cool, man. Like, you bought it. It's yours now. All right. Um. Yeah. He wanted to give it back. Actually, he gave it to the bartenders and he said, hey, give this to a customer if they're being rude. You know, because it's just it's just like, it's like a bag of dicks and it's a little bag of a candy dick, dicks. Dick candy. Oh. And, and he said, uh, he goes, yeah, if, if a bar, you know, uh, someone's being rude at the bar, give this to them. He was being cool. He was cool about it. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I'm not going to let my kids eat it. It's so good I don't work in the service industry anymore because I would do that. Oh, I'm just like, Here's a dick. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yep, like definitely. You know, Jesus. That's what we get them for people for. Yeah. It's probably a good thing that I work for myself now because I probably would get into a, a lot of trouble if I was still in the service industry. I feel the same That's way. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, just, I don't have the patience for it. Um, so did you guys have any experience refurbishing the machines before you did this or were you learning yeah. on the go? Just figured it out. Yeah. Well, we had a, we got lucky. So we have a, a distributor, this guy Bill, and he's been... I don't know how 30 years, 35 years he's been doing this. But he really helped us out. Yeah. Like this was perfect. We didn't know what we were doing and this guy made it simple. He was eager to help us. He liked what we were doing and he showed us like what, what we can do. We would have never thought of doing it the way that we're doing it now if it went for Bill. The, the machine, machine wise, that yeah. is. Um, so he was answering but, questions before we even knew we had him. Like it was, so now he, we, was uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was, yeah, he, he, he got it like that. And oh, I just yeah. can't tell you, you know, I wonder if he knows how important he's been with this little thing. I always tell we still work with him. We help him too. Cause you know, that's another business we've been helping. Cause Bill is a vending machine operator, but it, he took a snag during the, uh, during COVID because people aren't going to offices Businesses anymore. Yeah. Down, so, um, we're buying his machines and he was, he was like, this is all I'm, I'm paying my employees, but the money that I'm getting from you guys buying my old machines, it's going in my pocket, you know, help me out. So he was eager to help us. 
And he has these, because a lot of these vending machine guys that have been in the business for 30 years, they've got old machines. Because what do they do with them? warehouse just full of like yeah. old out of commission machines. And no one wants them because they, they're, but we do because we're just going to, I'm like, dude, we're painting them and fixing them up anyway. Yeah, I mean, they're we're rusted, them. they're scratched, they're, they're disgusting just like better. The, they're, the worse off they are, the better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the worse. You know, so that we get a good price because we're just buffing them out and painting them, uh, doing the whole, and, and upgrading the kits and everything. They'll, that love them don't take credit cards that would be totally upgraded. Yeah, the cash. And I don't know how to do that. I don't even know the company that does that, but he know it and it's a company in iowa that does it i don't mm-hmm. never found them <laughs> so yeah. we order all the parts from this great company one of the best motherboard companies in the world apparently they're going to keep saying and and that's it and now that that's what we do with every machine now we've already bought 10 of them from bill and we're going to continue to want to buy more once we mm-hmm. get more businesses nice so you just basically he's the one where you get all your machines from and he mm-hmm. just has a where he just has a warehouse of vending machines yeah. i love that yeah a lot of people do i know i could get more but now i understand these the ams yeah, we we speak vending machine code now because of <laughs> what we uh, what we've gotten familiar with some of the other machines. But mostly AMS is the way to go if people are trying to get involved with vending machines. Try to get some that are made in America because you can still get the parts if you get them like in China. People don't understand how to fix them; they just fall apart. You can't get them repaired. A lot of people go through that money pit and can't get out. But we got lucky not going down there because we had people that were eager to help us learn. So. Do you think there's a lot of like vending machine warehouses here in America still? Mm-hmm. A lot I, of vending machines. Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like the way bills came about, like all all the different vending companies, um, over time the machine does get mm-hmm. dented or scratched or whatever, or kind of becomes obsolete with all the how fast yeah. technology is growing now, mm-hmm. you know. And so they just take them out of route and they just put them there, and then eventually over time you've got. A whole stack of stacking them. up. Yeah, they're literally uh, stacking up like yeah. in the warehouse. Oh wow! They're like three or four. And they're either gonna they're either gonna be um, used for parts or they're going to the landfill. Yeah. Um. So we like to think that we're saving a lot of vending machines from the landfill. Yeah, and so that's helpful. The vending machines that you guys like kind of refurbish. You were saying that they they're low like on power. They don't take a lot of power, and okay. they're actually for like pretty green for the you that's know awesome. for the environment. Yeah, I mean, considering, I mean, yeah, we, um, just the oh. fact that they would be in the landfill, yeah, eventually if we wouldn't take them really helps. Um, they're all, and it's LED lights, it's LED a motor lighting. turns, if we're lucky, you know, a hundred times a day, it's just a little, zzz, that's it. Mm-hmm. It just, otherwise it just sits there with LED light on and, and that's it. That's all it needs. Cause we don't, we don't need any refrigeration or anything. No. Yeah. So, I mean, they basically run for nothing. It's just nothing. one little light yeah. on, and that's all it is. Yeah. Um, and you can turn it off or on. Uh, and we also like the, the business, too, because it's we, we utilize existing businesses for our businesses. Mm-hmm. We don't need to open up a brick and mortar, right. build a parking lot, get central air conditioning, and all those things things that go with that. So it's just like, here's a, here's a little bit, three here's a three-by-three three space. We just need to plug it in, and it probably costs about $5 a year for the lights to be on. And that's that's it. And a lot of our packaging, <laughs> packaging. is just like our recycled yeah. beer boxes and things. Right. So <laughs> just, you know, we tell the uh, artists cool. like, don't get too particular about the you know your packaging. We like to we like to avoid plastic, but right. you know sometimes we'll use cellophane, cellophane, and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and things you can't avoid are vinyl, rubber bands. Um, but yeah, we we try not to rely on that. But sometimes it's unavoidable. It's just crazy to me that like they would just end up in landfill. Yeah. Like it's just we're just throwing these gigantic machines, metal boxes, yeah, and landfills. Yeah, old cars. What are they doing? All these old cars. They just yeah. they, they smush them and they just sit in a big yard somewhere, in a big lot. You know, 
it's like the things that you realize that you don't really know what's going on until you're kind of like involved involved and thrust into it and then you're just kind of like what the heck guys yeah definitely man just has has there been a machine that you guys couldn't fix no we we don't buy it if we can not yet yeah yeah (laughs) well now i think whenever we see a machine we pretty much know exactly what it needs and yeah if we feel like it's not fit well and bill just wouldn't Salison. We had an issue with, we didn't know about, at the beginning, remember the motor issue? We thought we were going to get dual motors, and then we found the smaller coils, the narrow coils that were, that, that I guess we're not fixed, but uh, finding machines that couldn't vend the items that we needed it to vend. So we've had to think about that. Little that was on our error, own. Yeah. But we, now we've gotten We got lucky with that one, too. Found those narrow coils. Yeah, we just had to play around with a lot of product to see about getting it all vended. But now I think we have enough coils and we have the motors that we now know how to vend basically anything. I keep trying to, we rarely say no to, we have people asking us to vend unusual things. We rarely say no, we like to always try it, but some things don't work. We've had to take a couple of items mm-hmm. out because it just doesn't work. So like, is it like what, just too big for the machine kind of or clunky? Really or clunky? Mm-hmm. Well, so all the, all the shelves are different. They're spaced differently. Um, so, like one shelf can fit something that's five by seven uh-huh. and another shelf can fit something that's like two by five. So it kind of depends. And then not only that, but um, the amount of slots in a coil determines the the thickness of the coil. So if you're, if you're vending like an art print, you want a coil with like 30 slots. That way they're super thin and keep the Because they'll prints. just fall over. Yeah, because if not, they'll wobble around and get stuck. And so there's a lot of... Uh, Trial and error. You just yeah, you just gotta figure and out. It's what still not hundred percent. It'll it'll probably never be hundred percent, but we're like at the ninety five percent range that things been. But you know, that something will always eventually get stuck. Yeah, and that's probably not something that you like at first thought of would be yeah. an issue when you started this, huh? We actually thought it'd be more of an issue, but we got pretty good at we it pretty got quick. A lot better. So, yeah, better at it than I thought we would. Because we, we hated that. We don't want it. You know, we want the customer to be happy. We don't want all these complaints. We don't want to get called in. Hey, this thing's getting stuck. Whatever. So we wanted to make sure to get on that as quickly as possible. But we were really, we were really worried about it for sure when we started. We're like, what if things get stuck? How do we how do we do this? Well, and we've just been pretty fortunate with the people that we work with because so we give all of our venues a key. Mm-hmm. Um, that way, if something does happen at like one in the morning and we're sleeping or can't get there, they can just handle it can, themselves. Yeah, and they've all just been so great about it, and they've none of them have had a problem with it. Um, you know, we check with them all the time, like how did it, how did it go this weekend? Did anything get stuck? And majority of the time, they don't run into problems. But if they do, they're just like, oh, it's fine. I just went in there, opened it, jiggled it a little bit, and then yeah. it was good. So. I, I just remember my dad had this like old vending machine in his gym and it just drove me nuts towards the end because it was just always doing weird things or the drinks would get stuck so I'd have to open it up and it was refrigerated so there was like weird doors and it was a nightmare and I was just like you're gonna need to get rid of this thing or have someone look at it and my dad was like no 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 it's fine and I'm like it's not okay part it's not fine part of the experience um I was not down for the experience <laughs> Do you find it hard to stay, like, creative since you've kind of turned this into a business? Yes and no. So, it that is easy to happen because yeah. anything you do over and over and over again, it kind of becomes tedious and becomes more of a job than something that you really love to do. But the reason why I love this business so much is that one week I can make a hundred of this 
these little earrings. Next week, I can make something completely different, and so it becomes fun again. You know, so I can always change up the products that I'm making or creating, and so it does keep my mind constantly working yeah, instead of it just. Pushes, it pushes you to make new things, right? Because we don't want it the same thing in the machine all the time. We, we like to change it up. Mm -hmm. um, so she's and, and that's kind of how she likes to do art. She likes she doesn't like to just make one thing. Yeah, I'm not just a painter or just a sculptor or just a you know jewelry maker. I I love to do all kinds of things, and I do have I I have so many like unfinished projects and like my because my mm. mind is just always like oh what about that yeah. what about that and so the the vending business is really helping my uh, creative mm. ADHD we're, we're always thinking of new things about the machine so I, yeah I'd say it's you know we're, we're even more creative I feel like I am at least I was you like, are yeah I'm you're, making a lot of stuff now. you really are and you're um, getting better at painting and all kinds of things I'm that... always just thinking of things to do and put in there because yeah. I, I like to I like it to be fun Mm -hmm. Were you like super creative, like you know, before this, or did you really kind of like find your inner artist through this yeah, the, the, process? Yeah, I was a, I was just a writer before before this. I just did uh, writing um, and nothing like <laughs> I didn't do any painting or drawing or anything. But now I uh, now now I am. I guess you know, I do a lot of stuff. A lot of our products are things that I came up with. That... It makes them um, really. Awesome, like collage, oh, yeah. uh, collage notebooks you got me into that, that you can use. Right. Yeah, I love making those. And yeah, he, uh, yeah, and he paints and does all kinds of things now that you weren't doing before. I think. Mm -hmm. I'm working on a lot of things, I, and and I'll use like the Florida Man game. It was kind of came out of me being a, a reporter and doing the yeah. beats and stuff, so I got that involved. And and then now I'm making a, we're in the process of making a, a scavenger hunt for St. Pete. And I, I think it's going to be scavenger hunt. It's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm, ecstatic about this product i'm just like a little like just add scavenger hunt to anything yeah. and i'm just like let's go yes. like you know the poor like after school and summer camp kids that i worked with we were always doing scavenger hunts mm -hmm. and i That's thought awesome. it was so cool and they were just like it's not cool sudabe we don't want to do this because it'd always be like a learning experience too because i wanted oh, yeah. them to learn and they're like we just yeah. don't want to learn and i'm like well. jesus well, I hope this is going to show even people that are from St. Pete. I think they'll like the scavenger hunts. I, I put hopefully they see like, oh, I I forgot about that or I know that you know uh, like I found about Thrill Hill like it's on there you know if you remember Thrill Hill. I don't know what Thrill Hill Thrill is. Thrill Hill is a big well, there deal you down there in St. Pete. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna have to you know be stalking the Instagram for a little bit and find out right, when uh, this 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 scavenger hunt. It should be out probably after this weekend, if not this weekend. It's almost done. I think nice. people really want to be more interactive with, with stuff. They want to go, I mean, people go to the bars now and they usually just look at their phone or, or something like that. But I think people want that interaction so they can get something out of a vending machine and it forces, like, okay, here's a game and I need a couple players to play it with. Yeah. And you can play, or like now I've got this thing, it's a scavenger hunt. You can also win prizes. So if you go out and find these things, like I'll send you, we're going to send you like packages, like artist works and stuff. So it's going to be a whole prize package thing that you can do. So you can go out and and it brings you to other local businesses and stuff. Or they tag local businesses. So it's going to like, it's going to be like kind of full circle um, with what the vending machine does and what other businesses want in the community. They want to be recognized and they could get tagged. They want more tags and likes and all that. Kind yeah. Of stuff. So it forces them to do that. They win points and they get prizes, and you know they buy it from our machine, so we get paid. <laughs> I love points and prizes. Well, and prizes. okay. <laughs> I'm I'm ready for it. Then I'm probably a little bit too um, competitive um, for most people's liking. <laughs> um, so, how do creators benefit from having their items in your machines? Oh, that's a good question. Exposure. Yeah, well, exposure, um, absolutely number one. Um, we we buy the, the stuff outright usually. If we like the work enough, we'll just buy it, pay it for them outright instead of doing commission. 
Okay. I think that's really helpful to them. And then the exposure is really great. And then again, it's a way for them to constantly be selling their works. Like they, yeah. most of our artists are at least in like two locations, some in three. Um, so, you yeah. know, that's, that, that's your work sitting there ready for the public to view constantly while you're creating or at another festival or somewhere else. So I think that that's a really cool um, aspect of the vending business. And also we just, constantly throw them out on social media all right. the time yeah. and yeah. you know really try to yeah just get their name out there as much as we can and because uh, a lot of our artists quite a few of them three or four or five of them now this is like our vending machines is the first place you've been able to find their art in St. Pete because they've either recently moved here mm -hmm. or they've just started on their art venture so um, you know we really like to try to work with like up and coming up artists mm -hmm. um, we do have some well-known names in there as well but i yeah. just we love it so i can't like we have we've had like artists that do fine art like approaches and they're interested in putting like a hundred dollar i'm like no, no this is a vending machine we want to support the up-and-coming artists yeah. that you know needed you know they're excited about getting involved and being in, in a vending machine because that's not always a good pitch when i talk to some artists i really like they're like vending machine but then they see it and they're like okay i got it yeah it's yeah. interesting well, I mean, it's like I said before, like, you know, like, if I get, like, say, like, a small, like, you know, uh, $5 piece, and then there comes a day later down the road where I have a little bit more money to mm. spend, you know, I'm going to be like, oh, I love that piece that I got from a vending machine, so let me go see yeah. what that artist is mm -hmm. doing. Um, you know, it, it really, really does, um, but it will benefit them in, mm. in the long run, you know? And definitely... Um check out our story often because if artists that are that we're working with or like if they're at you know a market this Saturday I like sharing that information that way you know like if you did yeah. see something in yeah. our machine that you like like you're saying you can you know oh this Saturday well she's gonna be over there or he's gonna be doing this so and you can check them out yeah I love that because I just feel like sometimes just like business and like capitalism just in general can sometimes just be so competitive mm. and it's just nice to see like businesses working together our, right. our, our success is the business's success exactly too, right? yeah. we want to promote wherever hawthorne has an event going on we're like go to hawthorne check out the event they'll hopefully buy something out of our machine but if mm -hmm. not you know we want them to be successful because it helps us and the artists so we tell them we have this in their machine and we yeah like you said we always switch them around and they'll tell you, we talked to John Gasket, uh, he was one of the first machines we got in here. We put this in the studio, 5-6 in Pinellas Park, yeah. pink one. And he, he said, I asked him, I was like, why would you want our machine in here? Because we, we, we split you know, the, the sales in there. Why would you want our machine in there, even though you guys are selling like the same stuff in a gift shop? He goes, because it's in a vending machine. And, mm -hmm. and it's true. More people are, will buy it just because it's in a vending machine. Yeah. They could have their prints sitting on a, on a table all day. And people will look at them, say they're nice. But once they see them in a vending machine all lit up and they, maybe they've had a few, they'll get, they'll, they're more likely to buy it. So we, go, we sell more stuff for artists quicker. Well, I learned about um, Hawthorne Bottle Shop trying to find one of the machines because I wanted one of the patches. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, you know, I was telling them, like, well, the one thing that I want to do today is I want to get a patches from Lucid Vending. Mm -hmm. Okay? And so I had to basically, you know, I was looking to where they were. Okay? Because the only one I knew was Coastal Creative. And I don't think Coastal Creative was open at that time. Oh, yeah. um, and I was like, oh, well, there's one at Hawthorne Bottle Shop and they're open. So, like, let's just go in there. And we went in there, got the thing, and then, you know, my partner... Oh, you never been? I'd never been. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was there. 
Cool. And we ended up going back and like getting a few beers and just like, you know, chilling and it ended up being the coolest place, but yeah. I never would have known about them if I wasn't looking for patches from a vending machine. Well, that's exactly what we Perfect. hope uh, we do. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So going back a little bit to like, you know, green and sustainability, why is it important for you guys to be in a sense a green business? Yeah, man, we, we don't like to waste. Um, <laughs> I guess that's that's a, that's definitely important. We, we kind of can't stay away. I, I, in fact, I used to work for a food waste distribution company in Oregon. And Caleb, we've actually started a little organic farm when we lived in St. Augustine. So we've always been very concentrated in just being, I don't know, non-wasteful. Um, you know, I don't want to just build up something that doesn't make any sense, like an old, building a whole new business or something. Um, yeah, the vending machines is kind of a perfect avenue for that. Yeah, I just feel like there's, yeah, just so much waste. There's always just so many new things being yeah. created and packaged and processed. And yeah. I love the planet. And I feel like yeah. uh, we're kind of killing and, it. And if you're so. going to produce something, I'd rather it be artistic. Um, so even though there is some waste in what we do, you know, people are making things or cutting cardboard or, or, I mean, or shipping things in all the yeah, time. Yeah, it's but. impossible to be 100%. But, but we try to do whatever we can to, yeah. you know. Some of it I just feel like is unnecessary too. Like I sometimes look at these packagings and I'm like, why did you have to package a box it inside of a box inside yeah. of a box? Then why? Three yeah, boxes. or like a box and then there's like a like little mailer envelope inside the box. Yeah, it's I'm like, like why, why did you? Oh my God, yeah, yeah like. So that's it, right? It just yeah. drives us crazy, just yeah. knowing that things had to be thrown away and that we see it piling up. We, you know, we like to go out and pick up, we'll pick up trash just around the neighborhood and stuff here because we just can't stand everything just sitting around, yeah. even though it just goes to a landfill anyway. But if you start really thinking about it, it'll just drive you nuts. So where everything gets so wasted. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's, it is a weird rabbit hole because, like, we'll go yeah. uh, downtown and, like, we'll pick up trash in early mornings and just the amount of, like, trash that's, I'm like, guys, there's a trash can right here. Yeah, it'll be just, like, in a bush next to it. I'm like, why not? And I'm just... like, I, I I lose my mind every every morning when we're out there doing that. I'm just like, I, I can't do anymore. It, it does get hard to keep myself from a... overthinking. Yeah. 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 You know, even, even the recycling situation going on nowadays, it's just like, is that really being recycled? Even though I'm recycling it, you know? So it's, it's, it's hard to... Uh, Kind of I like more cooperative businesses too. I wish businesses was, would utilize their space a little better too. And I, that's why I like this because I think like, boom, we just need three feet of space and we're like utilizing so much of your business, just this, this little compact thing, this little tube and other cooperative businesses I think would be beneficial to St. Pete and every town utilizing their space better. Yeah. Why, why do you guys make it free to the businesses to have your machines in there? <laughs> Not only that, but we pay some of them. Yeah, yeah. we we um, um we don't we don't charge. Uh, that's a good question. Any, we don't charge anything to have the machine, and it's all free. And then sometimes free. we'll pay. Uh, certain businesses will give a percentage of our sales. So, uh, we're using their venue. They're bringing people in. I don't know. Right. I mean, the venue is already established and already has a clientele, and that is immediately becomes our clientele. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, which obviously for a new business is pretty important um, when no one knows who you are. Um, and yeah, we're taking up their space and it's just... Uh, and we have no overhead. 
we just have, have the it's thing. It's just in us, there. yeah. We have no employees to pay or anything going on. Really, put it in there. So it, it's where I guess really we start doing because it it's a way to get in. You know, it's kind of uh, hey, we, you know, we really we want to use your space. You know, if they if they're like reluctant, they'll say hey, we can give you a percentage of our sales, and that might sweeten the deal a little bit more. Yeah. Um, that's not always the case. Some places are, are fine with it. Not. And we also want to. You know, we get help from them sometimes too. The bartenders, like we said, sometimes they'll have to go and open the thing. So we kind of feel like we're, you know, it's like a little extra tip to, to help us, you know, yeah. do this and makes it easier for us. So that's, that's pretty much why. Yeah. Yeah. And they pay for themselves. I mean, once we buy the machines and get them in a location, they, they usually pay for itself in the month. Oh, so wow. It's all, it ends up just being profit. After that, it's all profit. So nice. it can be a lucrative business once we get enough in we've got seven in now we're going to continue to do more we want to keep growing it the, the thing about vending is it's limitless you you could put a vending machine anywhere yeah um so you could always grow it just depends on how hard you want to work I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah so i guess in that sense it's like how can we as a community like support your dreams more other than obviously just going and like buying yeah. from your machines and spread the word. We 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 yeah. like some more uh, businesses here to recognize what we're doing. Uh, we reached out to a lot of people, and we've had like, oh, we love this and it's great, and then we just never hear from them again. That's annoying. Yeah, if you want to see a lucid vending machine somewhere, man, hit them up, tag us, yeah. let them know about us. If you, yeah, if you know a business owner or manager or someone at the at a at a cool event uh, space, we need you know it needs to be a place with a lot of foot traffic, um, obviously. Uh, so we're open to a lot of different venues too. Yeah, not necessarily yeah. just like bars or restaurants, but um, yeah, as long as we it's got some good a, foot traffic. We got an art and... studio in Pinellas Bar. Mm-hmm. Creative, Coastal Creative is a great spot. And it's a yeah. multimedia venue, but they mm-hmm. they do events and stuff a lot. And it'll be it's usually pretty slow at Coastal until they have a big event. And like like last night actually they had they had a good event. And we you know we make some cash there, so that's 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 real fun. Um, but yeah, we're open to to put it in just about any place where there's fresh humans. City Hall. Yeah, maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's City Hall or like a police department. Oh man. Maybe it could. Well, hotels. Yeah, we would like to get in a in a hotel. Um, yeah, that'd but, be a good spot. Yeah. That would be a good spot. Mm-hmm. A maybe hotel. Like Hollander would maybe a good spot, but I don't know where we'd go. A little bit more like boutique hotel, you mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah. I feel like would be a really cute spot because I feel like with a boutique hotel, you could be as creative as you wanted. Yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah. But really, breweries I think are the best spot for it. There's always a lot of room. Uh, people like it. Like to, it has mostly has to be in a place where people like to go and chill and hang mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah. Um, they get a big table and they they want to sit down and like have a group of people and stuff. It seems to work best there because yeah. you can actually enjoy the games and the products. Usually, usually someone is at the table and then they they leave and they go to the bathroom and they see the machine and they're like, I'm gonna come back with something interesting and they come back to the table and like, Hey, look at this. And, and it just spreads from there. People are like, what did he get? And they go, and they go yeah. check it out and get stuff. I like like the fact that there's games in there too because I find sometimes like when I'm at a bar and like I'm just like kind of like drinking and everything and there's a lull in the conversation or like mm. the music is really loud and it's like hard to talk. Like it, it's almost just kind of like okay, well now this is just kind of a little boring, yeah. you know? Yes. Conversation starters, yeah. 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 Our machine is full of those. Yeah, we even got sure. a, we, we got from that product from um you could do a tarot reading too. Yeah. Tarot yeah. oracles. Yeah. There's all kinds of weird weird stuff in there I can't keep track of anymore. Um the the, the bingo. There's a um, past lover bingo that, that Taylor makes in Vinaria. Mm-hmm. It's like what is it if you're 
if you, if oh, so it's um, it comes with like two bingo sheets, and it's basically you play bingo, but it's it'll say something like "Ooh, had a sexy accent," and then like you think out of all of my past lovers, oh yeah, yeah you're comparing and, yeah. boyfriends and girlfriends, or something right? Like that, yeah, right? well, yeah, just so um, something matches. You guys have something that matches. You put you stamp it, right? And <laughs> then you try to fun. get bingo. So yeah. based yeah. off of <laughs> fun game, but I could definitely see uh, some arguments ensuing. Yeah, There's right. a little bit of uh, right, alcohol right, mixed right, in right. there. Well, that's why I like the the fuck Mary kill game is is great because it's like you have to start explaining your answer. Like, why would you choose to marry or kill this person? Like, like one of the rounds, or the easy, one, probably one of the easier rounds, for example, is um, um, Rachel, Phoebe, and Monica from Friends. <laughs> so it's like, okay, <laughs> oh, now man. you have to explain yourself, you know, and it just, it definitely gets the conversation going for sure. With that said, okay, so Rachel, Phoebe, or Monica, fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> oh, um, okay. We right. played this a lot, so we, I, already, I already know. I, I know. <laughs> Alright, I love Phoebe. I'm gonna marry Phoebe. I would hang out with her every day and be so just, I'd be laughing the whole time. So I'm definitely gonna marry Phoebe. I mean, that's all. Okay, this is, this is hard for me. I know you already have yours, but this is hard for me. I guess. Well, on the air, too. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, this is a lot of pressure. Alright. Marry Phoebe, fuck Monica, kill Rachel. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Well, I'm gonna marry Monica because she's a cook, and okay. that's the, that's it for me. I mean, she's a little annoying, and then I'm gonna kill Phoebe. I'm gonna I'm gonna have sex with Rachel. I'm sorry. It's just the way it's gonna go. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to marry Phoebe. Okay. Because I think she would just be a yeah. fun time, and oh, she's yeah. my vibe. Um. I'd probably kill Monica because there cannot be two neurotic people in a friend group. <laughs> and I think I'd keep around Rachel. I think I, you know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. You know. And I think that would be be my mix. <laughs> All right. You know. Yeah. There's two. never a rat wrong answer in this game, so. No, yeah. there's not. But you learn a lot about your friends through that game. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. You, have, you have to explain yourself. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, so what are some items that we're going to see coming soon to the machines? Um, definitely the scavenger hunt. That's yeah. going to be coming up real soon. Um, I have these adorable little suitcases that inside are going to have like a treat from different countries around the world. <gasps> I love and that. you're not going to know which one it is until you open it. And then inside it'll have the flag of the country it comes from. And then like some fun facts about the country. <laughs> so that's yeah. pretty cool. I'm working on those. A learning experience and a treat. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have going on? I don't know. They just kind of come to me. They just, you know. Oh, we do have a couple of new artists that we're waiting on work from. Mm -hmm. Um, One artist, she does um, wax paintings of like like abstract florals. So those are gonna be really cool. Um, We have this um, another artist, Chris Sellen. Who, sorry, Chris, I need to send you that email, and I will as soon as I'm done with this. And um, I love Chris Sellen. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. great. I love his stuff. Um, so he's gonna be in our machine soon. I have a um, sticker on my laptop. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. So um, there's gonna be quite a few products coming up. I do have a kind of creative journal that I've been working on. I don't know how soon that'll be coming out, but basically it's um it's gonna be about thirty pages, and it'll have like an art prompt on the page or writing. It's ba- it's made for both. Okay. Um. So it'll like let's say I have one where it's like a picture of a guy and he's got like a sack over his shoulder, 
And so it says, um, what's in the sack? Draw or write what's in the sack and pick one item and give like the backstory of that item. Like, oh, there's a chair in there. The chair came from this old 1920s plantation home. And, you know, so it just kind of gets your brain working and, you know, stuff like that. So it's going to be about 30 pages. I was going to say, too, the uh, the next machine going in, probably the, the next one or the one after is going to be in the factory. Um, the art cool. installation okay. down there. Yeah. So we're pretty excited about that. That, that machine's going to be pretty crazy because they want, um, it was alright for me to talk about it. Yeah. They're doing sure. like a steampunk, they yeah. want like a steampunk theme. So Kayla, we'll actually show you, uh, to you guys what we have, what she has done already uh, with the machine, but it's going to be like these, it's old steampunk, but she's going to, the exterior is going to be a lot more three-dimensional and uh she's gonna like adhere these paper mache gears and things and all over it. it and that machine is going to be pretty much just all local art yeah. not um our games and stuff like that because it is more of just like it's you don't you don't thing. you don't hang out there you know yeah and, um it's just it, gonna be art right yeah so we're gonna do a call out to to more artists here and just like fill that with mostly just all local art all yeah. local art yeah yeah that'll, that'll be mostly what that is so we have to we're always looking for more artists, so you yeah. guys like DM mm -hmm. us. You can email us, check out our website, um, and just send us some photos and examples. And you yeah. know, we're think always small. looking for new things. If you have work that's kind of big, think about making it smaller. Um, and we could visit one of our machines and see how it kind of looks. Would be I, I tell uh, artists because they ask us like, well, how do we get in there? And, and so, you know, I always like to meet them up at the machine and say, you know, open it up for them. Like this is how it fits, so they get an idea. You know, put your name, always put your tags and contact information on the back of it for, for people. Because when they get it, they take it home and they forget. And they're like, where did I get this from? Yeah. Who is this? What is this? Yeah. So, so mm -hmm. have your information. But, um, yeah, please reach out to us. Like, uh, the weirder, the better. Some <laughs> odd things in there. Go, for it, go nuts. <laughs> we'll yeah. Put it, we'll probably put it in, you know. <laughs> Are there any people that you would like love to like have in your machines and collab with that you just haven't had the opportunity to yet? Oh man, that's, that's a good question. Um, this, is a, this is the time to shout them out I now. I know, I'm just trying to think. I don't know if I have anyone in mind specifically. Um, well, I mean, it's all these guys that do these big street murals and stuff like we don't you know they're doing that what i would <laughs> love is to have some artists um paint some of our machines in the future oh, i do yeah. all of them now right so like vanderluke i love his stuff i would love to get him on one of our machines i had to like his little um, polar bears and his bees yes, on there that would be like, really cute that'd yeah. be great um Rojo, the artist, actually Rojo, is Rojo. going to be painting one of our machines in the future once we find um a venue that fits his style, mm -hmm. um, which I think we may have. Not sure yet, so I'm not going to talk yeah, too much about, sure that. about that. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one, but he's going to, he's offered to paint it. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, we like a Chad Mize and, Yeah, know, Chad Mize is great. Chad Mize would be a good yeah. one. My bombs wants the paint machine, come on. Yeah, would be so good. Oh, you know, go, go on, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Youngblood. Uh, yeah. You know, I think that would be a really good one. I think, you know, like uh, Derek Donnelly, he does like the the little monster machine. Yeah, Even like cute. Aurelius. I don't know if you guys know who Yeah, it, yeah like yeah, Bob. Bob. Oh, Bob, yeah. The Prince yeah. of Denmark would be a cute yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. All of them are good. There's just so much in. potential. Yeah. 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 So how do you choose? Oh, Kelly Berry. I love Kelly yeah. Berry's art. She's yes. amazing. Okay. They are starting to come to me now. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah. V Steiner, she's amazing. Hers is kind of more realistic, oh, yeah. but I just love it. It's very just natural animals and foliage and everything, and hers is just, ugh, they're gorgeous. 
there's a lot of talent in this town. That's why we moved here. You know, after the, when the pandemic, when we were talking about before we had started this and then it just, the pandemic hit and we were like, oh, what the hell? So we never, we didn't plan to stay in, in St. Augustine for that long. It was just too small of a town for us. We, we had planned to come over here. So that was like the push. We're like, okay, let's do it. So we sold our house and, and got down here immediately. And ever since we, it took us like a couple of weeks and we're like on it. Um, we found places. So this community has just been very accepting. Oh man. But we love it here. The safety. Yeah. We knew we would and it just um, really showed itself when we got in and everyone's been it's exceeded totally my expectations. Oh, yeah. Like we've we've traveled a lot and lived in quite a few places and I'm still just like, When is this place gonna burn me? Like what's wrong yeah, with right, it? Yeah. And there's but yeah, so far it's still been so nothing. good to us. Yeah. So Yeah. I mean uh, the last trip we went on because we did a little road trip all the way to Kansas City and, you know, we had to stop through a few um, a few little cities and states and on the way there. But, yeah, like, it honestly just made me, like, miss mm-hmm. St. Pete even more. I just went on a road trip to New Orleans with my friend from Costa Rica. And we spent some time there. And I'm just, you know, we live there. And I'm, New Orleans. Yeah, New yeah. Orleans. And, yeah. you know, I got there. And the first day I was like, oh, I've missed it so much. And then by, like, the second day I was like, oh, okay, I'm ready to go back to St. Pete yeah. now. <laughs> you yeah. know? So, I definitely feel that, for sure. And I was, like, that young kid, too, where I was like, I don't want to be in Florida for the rest of my life, you know, forget Florida, oh, and now right. I'm just like, yeah, I'm never leaving. This is the best ever. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah the, no. Definitely. Yeah. My sister was telling me, she's like, yeah, I don't want to live in Florida. Like, I think I'm going to leave after high school. And I'm like, are you kidding? Actually, she should. Go and leave and try other things. That way you can realize. Don't know. Oh, it's my baby. Sorry, no, she mind. can't Sorry. leave me. She, it's okay. She's not going to listen to this at all. But, okay. you know, <laughs> no, like, that's my baby. She can't leave Aww. me. Oh, Sweet. man. Well, you know, yeah, Florida gets a bad rap. Uh, and, and for good reason. Like, I'm from Florida. All I could say that, you know, Florida has a lot of problems. But, you know, St. Pete, the Tampa Bay area is really cool. Yes. Yeah. Really accepting. Definitely. And, and yeah. We, we've. Uh, we're really glad we moved here and started this business here because it's, it's just, it keeps going. St. Pete is like the little pocket of like less crazy. Yeah. You know? Right. A little, little sane here. We like it a little, you know, it's a little weird. We like that. You yeah, know, we like it weird. There's yeah, some, there's some sure. subculture here that's very unique. Yes. There's diversity here, but um, yeah. yeah, there's nothing wrong with it if you ask me. I think colorful is my, the people, everything, the food, everything here is just yes. so, just very colorful and just alive man like when i'm here i just feel really like connected and just the city's not too big either it's like just right yeah. you know it's like a perfect size it's perfect size we don't feel we've lived in bigger cities and we we felt like we're you know it's, it's a little more clicky because people here want us to be here you know it's like we're growing into the city um so like the city you know already too we're too too popular too populated in the city and we can't fit in Sometimes you feel like an ant in a really big city, and you're just yeah. kind of like scurrying along, you know. Figure it out, like what am I doing here? Yeah, like I visit when I visited New York um, a few years back. Like it was just everything was just so big to me, mm-hmm. and it was like it was an amazing. I love New York, but like everything was very like big, and, and I felt very small. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, even if you're around all these people, you still feel lonely. Yeah, it's it's weird. I'm seeing we're here. I mean, we make friends all the time. Every time we go out here, we're talking to people. And yeah, people wanna, yeah. Want to hang out there a lot of times because people aren't from here. They're from you know, you're rarity. Uh, people usually come here from other places and they're trying to make friends. They're trying to start something new. They're trying to start, trying to start their lives over. So that's what we're. I mean, we're kind of here. Just we st- one, we knew we wanted to start this, and we figured it see how it works. If not, still a good place to to retire. Yeah. <laughs> The weather's great. Um, 
So what is the future for lucid bending? Keep expanding. Yeah, so far we just uh, hope to keep expanding and um, get, you know, more into the entire Tampa Bay area. Hopefully get into Tampa itself and Dunedin and, uh, yeah, yeah, just keep working with more artists and... Try to do more events. Um, mm-hmm. We, we, we did something with uh, Copper Tail Brewing where we were doing a promotion. They helped us out. Mm-hmm. Um, where if you buy a certain item, you can get a free beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we try to do more. Yeah, the thing we, we talked about doing more parties and events, hosting mm-hmm. them and setting them up. Well, and I would also eventually, once we get a little more established, um, try to work with some of the um, charities and nonprofits oh, yeah. around town, especially. Um, Anything dealing with like art and children um, would really mm-hmm. be something, and animals. So those are like my top three <laughs> things that I would really like to get involved in somehow and use our machine, I don't know, in some way. We would put items in there. Yeah. Basically, the portion of it goes to charity, the Arts Alliance and things like that. So we want to eventually get there once we can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe even like have the children maybe like paint a machine oh, yeah. one day oh, I that think would that would be such amazing a cute idea. yeah and just get a whole bunch of them together and just let them go wild on it yeah really just more cute community events yeah we just want to be more involved in the community is yeah. really i think what it boils down to help, help out the artists put them in there you know we, yeah. we like to we like to get anyone in that's unique has a unique kind of lucid perspective you know um that's it yeah but for us mostly mostly just get more machines in more locations we we still have not gotten into tampa yet i don't know what the holdup is tampa but uh, <laughs> i'd like to get a machine in there somewhere we've gone all these places but we have never heard back so hopefully we can get to tampa don't even we're working on Sarasota. it yeah yeah our vending machine empire take yeah. over florida orlando Miami. We're not even there yet. Don't even. Don't even. Start. He's thinking big not. time. Oh yeah, yeah. Pro- probably not. I don't think we want to work that hard, but yeah, we're gonna. We hope to have ten machines in by the like the end of summer. So stop there and see Hopefully, yeah. what it does. Well, you guys have seven so far, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, seven. So and you're then, getting there. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. I, once we get factory, and we'll have that'll be maybe eight. eight. So really, yeah, yeah, we two more, two more machines ready for location. Yeah. We, Paid for already. They're yeah. already ready to go. But um, we'll get more if we need to. Summer is all year long, though, in, like, Florida. And yeah. So, you know, you guys can just extend yeah, it a little bit, you know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But in the next year, yeah, we should definitely have 10 in. Right. And hopefully more. Yeah, but I just know that's our goal is, is 10 because yeah. we, we got them in, and I think that would be a lot. I would think that would be enough for us, at least for a while, to keep well, it busy. I need a break because I am, you know. these machines, they take a lot of work to yeah. them, man. They <laughs> are... Once we get them in, because she has to spend a lot of time painting, painting them, and I've got to structure them and gut them and everything like that, so it's a lot of work where we want to just focus on making stuff. And yeah, and products and, and doing, doing events. events and, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So after 10, definitely take a break and it's focus seven, more on other... Seven months, we have seven things. machines, so we've been averaging a machine a month. Yeah. That's a good average. Yes. Uh-huh. I, yes. I've, again, exceeded my expectations right. so far for sure. So, Well, thank you guys so much for talking to us. I know you're very, very busy creating these wondrous machines, but thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank you guys for having us. I really, really appreciate, appreciate it. it. I mean, you yeah. guys are great. We love St. Pete. Super cool. Yeah, man. You oh, guys, we love you guys are super cool. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah, we, right. we appreciate like you guys and like the Isle of the Berg, like indirectly showing us around town. Like, cause we got here, I feel like we know the town so much better cause we just see the, we watch the things on Instagram. It's like, oh, that's a good idea. Let's do that. Yeah. Go there and see what's up. Yeah. Totally.
just thanks for listening saint pete please subscribe to our podcast so you can catch all the fun conversations we will have with our local artists and business owners make sure you check out our guest info in the bio if you like what you heard today as well we hope you all have a sunny day and remember to always stay super cool Oh, 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 oh,